a playlist original. What's up? It's your host Tori and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to another episode of RTBB. I am so glad you're here and we're back with another episode. I know the last two were previously recorded because I was on vacation, but I'm back, back with a vengeance, back with a slight cold. You can probably hear that in my voice. And I'm actually off to <laughs> on another trip, off to Banff tomorrow to meet up with some friends from Australia Shout out to them if you're listening. I am so freaking excited. I've actually never been to Banff, even though I'm a BC girly, born and raised. And I will be recording some things on the road. But I'm just excited to see, you know, this little piece of Alberta. And then we're going to road trip back through BC, back to where I live in Victoria. So that's going to be super, super fun. I'll probably make some TikToks, so... Follow me there at RTBB Podcast. Over on the Patreon, this week I did an episode with Molly and Denise from Gossip That's Good For You. We did a round of casting almost. So we imagined what it would be like if Angelina Jolie or Reese Witherspoon got the role of Cher from Clueless over Alicia... Alicia, Alicia Silverstone, etc. There's so many people that were up for some really iconic roles in like Titanic, Mean Girls, La La Land, all of those things, Twilight. And we dived in to see, you know, would it be the, the movie be the same? Would it be different? Would it be better? Could they play the role? Would they bring something different? All of that stuff. It was super, super fun. And then I also released an episode about my trip to New York with the podcast collective. So Shannon from Fluently Forward, Cam from What I Will Say, Christy from X Knows All, and I broke down our wild weekend. We talked about our Taylor Day. We talked about our exclusive VIP table at the box. And just like, you know, what our impressions were of each other and some fun stuff that happened over the weekend. So if you want to check out that, it is very NSFW. Listen with headphones, please and thank you. You can check that out on Patreon, patreon.com slash RTBP podcast. Next week, I'm talking with Christy from X Knows All about Heidi and Spencer. We are doing a little bit of a timeline of their relationship, how they both rose to, you know, infamy in the reality tv world and what they're doing since the hills and then the week after that i swear to god i'm gonna talk to Lindsay, uh, my irl friend about celebrity brands that you didn't know were celebrity brands so i'm very very excited for that i want to shout out this week's patrons patrons of the week shout out to kim m and mary rose I really, really appreciate you both supporting the podcast. It means so much to me that I can, you know, supplement my income doing something that I really, really love. I feel like I put blood, sweat, and literal tears into this podcast, and I just super appreciate you supporting the work that I do, all of the research, um, you know, time and effort. I'm manifesting a beautiful week and Q2, honestly, for you both. Mwah. And if you don't need more more content because, you know, we're fucking chatty Cathy's over here or can't afford to support the podcast financially, that's totally okay. You can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 
That really, really helps the podcast grow. It means so much to me to read uh, comments about, you know, how the show's going or feedback if I should change anything. And I made it my goal to reach 150 reviews this year. I think I made a goal of 200 reviews. I'm at about 150. And if you don't know what to say in a review, just name your favorite episode, your favorite guest, what you like about the show, and, you know, call it a day. Okay, everybody, let's talk about today's episode. I'm joined by Mo and Christina from the Movies That Raised Us podcast. So much fun. We talk a little bit about the Jenny Han cinematic universe, and that's because I covered the first and second to all the boys I loved before movies over on their podcast. I'm sure next year in February, because they do like a rom-com February, I'll be back for number three. I also am a presenter on their third annual Star Dazzle Awards. So that's what we talk about at the beginning. We kind of jump right into it. So I wanted to give a little bit of context for that conversation. Anyways, it's a super fun episode. So I hope you enjoy. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Mo and Christina. I'm back with two very special guests, Mo and Christina from Movies That Raised Us podcast are here. Mo and Christina, how are you? I'm Good. doing Thank well. you so much for having us. Yes, thank you. Oh my gosh. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited to catch up, especially because there's so much going on, on in the Jenny Han yeah. universe. So much going on. I actually just rewatched after our recording of To All the Boys 2. I did rewatch The Summer I Turned Pretty, so it is like <laughs> very fresh. It's top of mind right now. Okay, I've really been wanting to do a rewatch because... But we don't have the premiere date of the new season. Not yet. They've just released the poster, but no date as of yet. I assume it will be summer, but I don't know. Yeah. Mo, did you get into that? I didn't. I didn't. (laughs) I need some verification. So, like, what is, like, is it just, like, Jenny Han, love her work? Like, do you guys feel emotionally connected to the source material? What's the Oh, I cried. I I yeah, cried okay. when I watched the show. It's it's basically it's the same kind of feeling of to all the boys okay. where it's that like cozy little teen romance, but this time it's like on the beach. Ooh. It's very like Cape Cod coded New England I vibes. Love New England. Um, there's <laughs> there's two brothers. There's a love triangle with two brothers. Do, so it's yeah, just okay. like all the scrumptious little drama that you love in any sort of teen show. Okay. You're yeah. drawing me in. I think once succession ends, I'll be able to yeah. devote time. <laughs> you'll, make yeah. a, you'll make a hard pivot. Yeah. To I love like a nice That's little like so rom-com, funny. teenage rom-com. Now I'm like, mm. your father's dead. You killed someone. I'm going to spread rumors <laughs> about you. Fuck you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's so Fuck funny. Off. But, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's been like a little bit of drums though because Minnie Mills mm-hmm. who played Shayla on yeah. season one isn't making a return for season two. Wow. It's just, it's disappointing because like I enjoyed that little B storyline. Yeah. And now too. they're probably going to like shove him with the best friend. What's her name? Oh Taylor? my God. Yeah. With, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that? 
that's my guess. Like, that's what I feel like they were setting up for because she's going to be there like this yeah. summer. So I assume that's probably what they're going to do, which is annoying. But... Yeah, that's that's super annoying. Yeah. And what about Exo Kitty? That's come out. Have you two like bit the bit the bullet? I, I've seen the trailer. Um, yeah. She does look less annoying in this. So that makes me <laughs> hopeful. <Bet>. Yeah, she <laughs> looks way less annoying. I just, like, I don't know if I can commit if, like, the other Covey sisters aren't there. The other mm. Covey sisters really balance yeah. her out in a way that I'm curious. Yeah. I just feel like any show, there are two best friends. Like, I'm sure there are going to be mm. two best friends. Just, like, the for some reason, the first one that comes to mind is the show Awkward. And yeah. the second show that comes to mind is Never Have I Ever. And right. it's always going to be a trio. So... I'm sure mm-hmm. they'll add people to balance her out. I have not seen it yet either. Yeah. But like I said, maybe when succession The whole conceit ends. of it... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the whole conceit of it is that she's like it at boarding school. Right. So it's going to be all new people right. except for the guy who was in the third movie. Um, who's like right. the reason that she goes there is like to go to school with her boyfriend. Him in Korea, yeah. yeah. But they didn't do a recast like they did of... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love how Dr. Covey is like, well... Both my daughters are in college. Like, you should just go to boarding school, huh? Yeah. Let me just get yeah. rid of the last one. Empty nest yeah. for my it's brand like, new I, marriage. I'm going to go. get married now. I'm going to remarry this woman. I kind of just want some alone time. Maybe you could yeah. go to boarding school. Oh, my God. I totally yeah. forgot, that, forgot that Laura Jean's in New York now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. At good old NYU. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're experimenting with her sexuality, doing pop yeah. and what would you do? Poppers, poppers, poppers. <laughs> doing poppers and whippets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I recently rewatched the whole trilogy in one sitting, and I was like posting about it on my story, and somebody responded and was like, "Oh, Peter, you don't have to worry. Lara Jean went to NYU. She's never going to see another straight man again. Like, you're fine. <laughs> if anything, she has to worry about him at Stanford. Yeah. Oh yeah." <laughs> I still cannot believe that himbo got into Stanford. Like, He's like, I'm really good at lacrosse. He's a hell of a lacrosse yeah, player. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just, like, not true. Yeah. So funny. What What else have you been covering on your podcast? You're covering movies that raised us. Christine and I were talking about the Hunger Games, which is yes. coming out yes. this week. That was yeah, we have Hunger Games coming out. So yeah. fun. We had the best time yeah, recording. Um, but we're actually, yeah, so great. We're actually about to wrap up season three. Mm-hmm. So coming soon is our award show, the Star Dazzle Awards. And then mm-hmm. um, we'll have some fun stuff in store for season four. Yeah. I think season four, we talked about this, how we want to kind of like get back to our roots, get back get to back those to like teen rom-coms. Yeah. You know, the Heavy decoms. Hitters. Yeah. 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 Some mm-hmm. more Amanda Bynes. Like, exactly. Yeah. Lindsay yeah. Get some more Lindsay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lindsay I'm so pregnant. Excited. And also, like, incredible. Yes. yes. I know. She's really thriving. I'm like, so mm-hmm. happy that she's doing okay. Like, yeah. Just, I don't know why I have such a kinship, but I guess we all do because we saw her movies growing up. I'm just really happy. I want Amanda Bynes to feel better so badly Mm -hmm. yeah same i know pray for her every single day 
Yeah. She's such a queen. And I'll be a guest presenter for the third yes. time yes. in a row. Three for, for three. Star We're Dazzle so excited Rose. to have you back. Yeah, I'm excited too. I got to heal this voice before I get into <laughs> presenter mode. Literally. Uh, okay, let's dive into our topics for today. Yeah. So we're going to cover the Met Gala, the Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell relationship, Sophia Ritchie's wedding, and then we're going to touch on Pettyweight Champion of the Week and then This Week in Petty. So the Met Gala was last night. Mm-hmm. In New York at the Met. The theme was Carl Lagerfeld. Like, sorry, I'm literally interrupting no, at the get. Ahead. I do have a crazy story because my friend, um, I actually visited my parents this weekend and I was on the train coming back from Connecticut and I get a text from Cameron and he goes, mm-hmm. dude, Phoebe Bridgers was just at Ud- which is the restaurant he works at. I, I don't know if you want to beep that out or not, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but Phoebe Bridgers came into the restaurant he works at, and I was like, you fucking jerk. Like, because this is the <laughs> second time that she has come in, and the first time, he did not know who she was. And I shook him, and I was like, I love her so much. Like, I love her music. And so he did text me this time, but he said before I could actually go up and say anything, two real soy jacks like popped up and they're like, I love you so much. So he couldn't even get a word in, but I'm hoping third time's a charm if she ever comes back to New York. But that's probably that's why she was there because of the Met Gala. Yeah. Yeah, and she looked so good. She did, yeah. Her dress was phenomenal. She looked great. Yeah, but I couldn't help but, like, miss Paul Mezcal. Uh, <laughs> I know. They really said, oh, you're yeah. not together anymore. You're not getting an invite. <laughs> literally, yeah. literally. It was, like, one ticket only. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like, he was just nominated for an Oscar, you guys. Come yeah, on. Yeah. I do think it's an interesting <laughs> invite because she's a famous musician but she's not as famous as like Mm -hmm. rihanna yeah Yeah. that's true she's been there like a few yeah so when you get like a few mets in a row but when you get an invite mostly it's from like fashion houses or yeah, it's from the designer that's yeah brings you so like obviously it all gets approved by anna but it's usually the designer that's bringing the celebrity. So that's why like the celebrities don't actually pick their looks. Like they're picked by the designers Mm -hmm. and a lot of them have like contracts with different design houses. So they like have to wear that specific designer. They don't get a lot of like choice in what they wear. So I do feel bad when like the individual people get like shat on for their looks. Cause I'm like, they're oh, probably like contractually obligated to wear this. Margaret Qualley's yeah. little oh, yes. frock. Her little tiny brandy yeah. Belleville frock. Oh, I know. And everyone was like, it, like she like just <laughs> showed up off the street. Like yeah. I felt her so bad for her. But it's, sandals or whatever. I yeah. know. And everyone. And the hair yeah. and makeup was not good either. There was just, yeah. there was no saving I that mean, she's one. she's gorgeous. The, the girl is beautiful, mm-hmm. but. She did look yeah. like she was rocking a Brandy Melville frock. Also, Emma Chamberlain. Real rough. Oh, she looked really rough, which really makes me sad because yeah. she's my girl. But the blue look that she wore yeah. is like was so tragic because yeah. it had that unfinished hemline and it looked yeah. like, but like not on purpose. The fabric like, looked yeah. so thin. Yeah. It wasn't good. And the sequined uh, shirt that she had underneath also looked like very Party City. Yes. It looked mm-hmm. like what I would wear to like a dance recital. 
Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. one of those things where I would hope that it like looks better in movement, like in right. person. It certainly yeah. did not photograph well. But I think also, especially because she looked so good last year, this was just kind of like a wah-wah mm, for her. Totally. And it looked a little bit like the parent trap, like with the headband. Like, mm. you know when Annie shows up to summer camp? Yeah. yeah. But the, yeah. the it tweed looks like that. and the, yeah, totally. Yeah. Her second look was a lot better. The It was like in the same vein, but a little mm. bit like um, different and it looked a lot better. But I I don't know. She's not, not making any best dress lists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor gal. Yeah. Was there any other like standout outfits for you two? One of my faves and... You already know she's been killing it for the past year with all of her red carpet looks. Miss Anne Hathaway yeah. pulled it out once again oh my God. in an incredible uh, Donatella Versace dress. I love the interpretation of like using all these Chanel elements right. that still felt like very Versace. I thought it was perfect. The huge beehive like hairdo that she had, stunning. She's just been like killing it in every single public appearance for the past like year, year and a half. Definitely. So yeah. yeah incredible i thought that dress was incredible she also has like the movie eileen coming out soon which i read that book it's it's one of my favorite books i've ever read mm-hmm. um oh really yeah it's by otessa moshfeg she also wrote my year of rest and relaxation i should i should wa- read it before i watch it I highly highly recommend but yeah she looked incredible and i thought that was one of the classiest versace dresses i had seen at the met gala mm. i know because they're usually really like over the top over, like, over the top for sure yeah like mm-hmm. italian gaudy like mm-hmm. yeah which is cool like i loved cardi yeah. b's dress last year with like oh, all the so metal good. but it was totally yeah. a different like such a different look uh than this one i liked cardi b's look but i, I felt too. like some of the like carl homages were like a little bit too on the nose like this was like yeah. the gray hair the white button down the black tie and i was like mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. did we love that look like <laughs> yeah i think like the the theme this year i mean like obviously there's a lot of controversy around right. like carl lagerfeld himself as a person he has had a lot of transgressions and like very unsavory to say the least things that he said um and on top of that there's also just been a lot of designers who have passed away in the past few years that yeah i think just like limiting it to one like kind of in memoriam designer theme made the look suffer i think it would have been smarter if they maybe did like a just like an in memoriam to any like designer who has passed i think would have been a lot cooler especially because like vivian westwood passed away and mm, a vivian westwood like theme honestly would have been incredible that would have been cooler. but Way yeah better. i think people either went too literal with the theme and being like i'm going to dress like him or they're going to wear an archived look and then it just kind of felt a little bit flat overall mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, because there was like so much black and white because Mm. that's what he wore. And it's funny because it looked a lot more red carpet than like Met Ball. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of the dresses you could have worn to like the Oscars or something like that. Like, yeah, where I like when it's like really costumey because this is like, yeah, like one of the only times that you can like go really Mm costumey. But yeah, I I did like some of the archived Chanel looks like Mm -hmm. I really liked. Um. Dua Lipa's she wore like the Chanel wedding dress but 
she wore her hair down. Nobody wore the hats. That was I know, and she didn't wear the fucking hat. And I was like, Kate, like you look gorgeous. You look like a Barbie. Like you look beautiful. But like the the hat is what makes it like fashion. And Mm -hmm. wearing your hair down with just like a simple necklace is so boring. Something that I would do. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not the celebrity. Like, I don't know. I just (laughs) wish she like went all out. That was like such a miss. And even if not, if you don't want to do the hat, I mean, I think it's a mistake, but whatever. At least do an updo or do your hair in like homage to the hat. Do like rip something to to tie it all together. Because just having it down didn't work for me. So many people, I feel like, are against putting their hair up on the red carpet when it is the move, like, 99% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like a lot of the references, instead of it being like, oh, with Anne Hathaway's dress, like, we're going to use elements of Chanel that were irrelevant to when he was, you know, the designer for Chanel. Instead, people were like, I'm going to, like, mimic and caricaturize his image and mm. then fucking dress like his cat which honestly doja cat like did oh, something yeah. cool with but jared leto was like kind of freaky but that's his thing i guess whatever like he's always super weird but it it was interesting that that was the interpretation to do like a caricature version of the designer and i thought that cara delavine since she was so close with him was going to do something incredible and her outfit was so bland. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause like everyone was talking about her coming to the Met Gala because again, she was like the last muse of Carl Lagerfeld. And then she like literally wore like, it was like a button up t-shirt dress and like workout leggings on the bottom. (laughs) Like, is so bad. And then she dyed mm-hmm. her hair gray. So many people dyed their hair gray. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Phoebe Bridgers. But I'm like, sometimes she just has, sure like, she already did. does yeah. that. Yeah. But, like, so many people dyed their hair gray. And I, like, I don't know. I'm just, like, not super into that look. But I didn't even, like, like, she came and went. And I didn't even notice. It was really upsetting. Yeah. Especially because, like, her yeah. Oscar dress was really good just a couple of months ago. Yeah. And that was, like, more of a moment than this this look so i know she was yeah. she's on the up and up because she was having like a rough couple years yeah and then, yeah i really feel like this was like kind of like a sad flop another muse of chanel kirsten oh my god kirsten kristen stewart yeah, oh, yeah. i think she looked great mm-hmm. but i i've been seeing mixed reviews on i mean look i really liked it especially because she's been in this chanel contract for so long and they often put her in stuff that just you know doesn't really vibe with her personality totally it just like doesn't make sense so i do like that she did get to do more of like a masculine look the hair was messy in a way that felt intentional like i like the slouchiness of it i thought the shoes were really cool too so i think it was a great choice for her and she pulled it off really well me too I also really liked the people that went in color, like um, Mm -hmm. Viola Davis and Salma Hayek. And Taika Waititi and Mm. Rita Ora looked so good. Really good. Yeah. I will say the men were like a little bit more creative this year than I feel like they have been sometimes, which is funny because this is one of like the least creative themes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, go off, I guess. Yeah, I saw a tweet. I can't remember who it was about, but it was a guy holding a fan. But otherwise, he was just in like a normal tux. 
And someone like tweeted like he really thought he was gonna escape the like most boring list <laughs> with that fan. Like it was so fucking funny. I actually oh. really liked oh my God. um ASAP Rocky's what's it called? A kilt. I thought that was cool. Yes. I just like when guys don't wear a tux. I mean, even mm-hmm. Pedro Pas Pedro Pascal, Pascal. Yeah, he had shorts on and I was like in a long jacket I was like give me a little something like just don't Mm. wear the long pants and the long like regular suit yeah I feel like if you're gonna wear a tux then you have to do it like Bad Bunny where he had that like giant kind of flower shawl and then the backless tux I thought looked really cool he looked so good, but he's he in a ate Kendall with up. Kendall. I know he's in a you know with Kendall, and I was like, "You look so good," and she looked so bad. Like, yeah, I get what she was going for, but it was again just kind of a, a want want. The the car Jenners didn't really pull it out like they normally do this year. Truly, yeah. everyone's saying that Kendall's outfit looked like the you got Chris like TikTok <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. meme, and I was like, yes. And then people are saying that. Kim's looked like her you're doing amazing sweetie playboy cover spread yeah yeah and I actually think like that was on purpose like I think that was yeah I think so well I think that the pearls were definitely referential to that yeah and also a big motif for Chanel I think she was was she Scaparelli yeah I think that was was. yeah and like it makes sense with that design house like it's all very like structural and you know kind of architectural so yeah There was some other like notable moments, like Pete and mm-hmm. Kim were photographed. Yeah. Wedding. What do you think they were talking about? I wish I knew, but she looked annoyed in the photo <laughs> at least. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like she looked annoyed, but it was like, you know, when you're trying so hard to like, like, I don't know, just be the better person in that situation because yeah. yeah. you're like, I have to be like, I'm doing like so well and you're like not. Mm-hmm. I felt like, I don't know, just like, she knew all eyes were on her and she was like using her hands a lot. Right, and right. Yeah. yeah. But her face looked like pinched. <laughs> like it was like yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Um, you mentioned Doja Cap um referencing Chopet, mm-hmm. Carl Lagerfeld's cap, mm-hmm. and she the whole runway just meowed like she didn't answer any questions it was so fucking funny (laughs) i love the commitment to a bit like doja cat will always go the extra mile yeah it was like iconic chloe Feynman was also one of the (laughs) i need to watch this moment i haven't seen this moment yes Yes. but like honestly like i don't want you to because it's so like viscerally cringy that Mm -hmm. like it it's actually painful yeah, I was watching the stream and I was just like, make this end. Somebody make this end. Oh Cut to gosh. the other person. <laughs> like, if I was Chloe Feynman, I would literally be like, okay, I like, I have to go. Like, I can't. Yeah. I can't stay here any longer. Okay, I'm, I'm watching mm-hmm. it. I'm watching it. That's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it started when Chloe called Aubrey Plaza Audrey. Mm-hmm. And then she was like laughing. Welcome to Vanderpodclips Now, a weekly Vanderpump Rules recap podcast by comedy veterans Jason Horton and Rebecca Lieb. Together we'll hit the war-torn streets of West Hollywood, exploring our collective VPR PTSD, like Scandaval, the Bubbas, and POW Ken Todd. Where is he? Is he okay? We'll also have some very special guests giving intel from deep within the VPR world. Love the smell of pumptinis in the morning? Subscribe to Vanderpodclips Now. 
We'll watch, discuss, laugh, and maybe even cry. After all, war is hell. And so is uh, Dotting. Find Vanderpodcalypse now wherever you listen to podcasts. This one's And Stella McCartney, the designer, was like, are you going to take this seriously? And she's like, I am taking it seriously. And then like, like, ah. it was just so bad. I just like, don't know what red carpets are doing nowadays. Because right. I feel like, like, I feel like most people I talk to, that's the only part of like award shows, etc. that they're, accept- mm-hmm. that they are excited about. And then they've been putting all of these kind of randos, like, they had Ashley Graham doing one at the Oscars, I think. Yeah. And she, like, didn't do super well. And then Chloe Fineman. And, like, I love Emma Chamberlain. I think she has a lot of viral moments, mm-hmm. which is good. She brings in a younger audience. I feel like she has g- really good rapport with everybody. But, like, even her, I was like, okay, you're asking, like, the exact same question. Like, you yeah. just, you're not that educated in right, fashion right. or celebrities or... Like, you can't ad-lib. Yeah. Like, you kind of need to if you're going to be, like, I don't what know. What happened like to Juliana Rancic? Uh, yeah, literally, exactly. literally, <laughs> literally. Like, where's Ryan Seacrest? Like, it mm-hmm. sucks. I, like, yeah. want to go back to the days where Joan Rivers would watch the Met Gal the next day and she'd be roasting everyone. Like, I... No, it was so um, toxic, but I'm like, where's the old E? Like, I need my Juliana Rancic back. Because although I think that there just has been a demolishing of pop culture reporters, I guess you could say. Like, there's reporters who are journalists, and then there are people online who are tweeting or influencers. And there's no one there anymore because the information is so widely spread so quickly. So, like, Mm -hmm. that's not a needed position anymore. But then you have, like, situations like this where, like, no actual reasonable journalist, maybe someone who studied fashion could do this. But most people who are actually studying fashion aren't also well-versed in, like, broadcast journalism, you know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, hosting and and interviewing is a very real skill that is not just transferable from, you know, being comfortable on camera. Like, Chloe Feynman is on SNL. You would think she would be quick on her feet, but clearly she's just not meant for hosting, and that's fine because not everybody is. So, we need to get back to investing in people who are actually good hosts. I mean, like, we saw what happened with the Love is Blind finale, and what happens when people don't know how to host properly? Wait, who hosted the finale? The Lachey's. Yeah, Nick and Vanessa Lachey. And it just, like, they can't Mm ad-lib. You're right. Like, they're comfortable on camera, but, like, to an extent. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it it doesn't work. Like, yeah, you need, like, an Andy Cohen for that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And for this, like, yeah, it just got, um, I don't know, really repetitive or the conversation got dull and... I really liked Kiki Palmer that one. Oh, yeah, she, she was great. It. I love Kiki yeah. Palmer. Let her do whatever yeah, she wants. Yeah, but then I know, but then yeah. she's like walking the red carpet, which oh, is well. obviously like seems more prestigious. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> we can't like pull you off the carpet. Yeah, because Vanessa Hudgens is someone who's also like actually a pretty good host and interview, but she also was walking the carpet. So yeah. what are yeah. you going to do? Yeah. 
Um, some other moments, Olivia Wilde and Margaret Zhang showed up in the same dress in a different color. I saw that. Um, yeah. We all know who wore it better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. It's, yeah. it's so funny how, like, this happens on this night, though, because I'm like, doesn't Anna approve that she looks? does? Like, yeah, so do you think that was, like, on purpose? She was like, fuck Olivia Wilde. <laughs> She's the yeah. best petty champion of the week. Literally. I, I literally think so, because I'm, I'm, like, she also is, like, I'm going to have my friend be the theme, not, like, Vivian Westwood, who had really cool yeah. outfits and who, like, was kind of alt. Like, I'm going to have my yeah. friend yeah. be the theme. And she yeah. aligns like herself Andre with Leontale. people who are yeah. controversial on a daily basis. Like, yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Do you think people like this is the thing that I've been thinking about too is like, do you think people should have boycotted? Nah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I just don't know where I where I lie on that because I just yeah. I don't feel like I know enough about yeah. all of it. Yeah. But I know that there were there were some people that were protesting outside and um I know that there's also been some like whispers of people being like, oh yeah, people who wore pink or like wore things yeah. that Kara would hate are actually like secretly pro- protesting. I'm like, no, they're not. They're at the event. They're not right. protesting it. Right. Like, unless totally. they say that themselves, mm-hmm. let's not create a narrative that gives some people more credit than they deserve. You right. Know? Totally. Because people were saying that, oh, Blake Lively, they're like, that's why she didn't come. She was protesting. I was like, Doubtful. Guys, she got married at I a plantation. literally that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, let's be real for two fucking seconds. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, like, I wouldn't go. Like, I just wouldn't go. But, like, yeah. yeah I did an episode on Patreon about fashion houses when the Balenciaga scandal came out. Yeah. And, obviously, Carl Lagerfeld and Coco Chanel were heavily, heavily featured in the Chanel portion of the episode. And I'm like, he's such a piece of shit that I just, like wouldn't go but then it's like it is like the celebrities like biggest night like I don't know I'm such a flake (laughs) (laughs) and to stick to my guns but yeah Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone was like protesting anything no Carly Kloss and Serena Williams revealed that they were pregnant yeah I would be so pissed if I was like oh wow I'm gonna do a big thing where I reveal that I'm (laughs) pregnant at the Met Gala and then somebody (laughs) else else also did it yeah (laughs) yeah Like, literally same. I really liked Carly Kloss's look, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's gorgeous. Are we, are we like, over a big pregnancy announcement, though? Like, how do we feel about those? Like, just tell us. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, you're a celebrity. You're already famous. You already have the attention. Like, yeah. I just feel like unless you've, like, been in hiding for, like, months and then you're like, surprise, I had a baby, I don't really care. Like, yeah. It's just like, oh, now now you're pregnant. Okay, yeah, that's cool. But if you've been like, it's you know, like when Kylie did the whole thing where she was shrouded in mystery for so long, and then she was like, and now I have had a baby. At least that's like, yeah, I don't know. It feels more intentional. Yeah, yeah. I just like would be so devastated if you're right. Like, not every headline was about me <laughs> if I did this big <laughs> reveal, and like. Yeah. Everyone's talking about Jared Leto's fucking cat costume, and you're just like, okay, I'm like creating life. Like, yeah. So, yeah, it is risky. I don't know. I just think like Beyonce did it. Yeah. Best, like Rihanna, Kiki Palmer. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you can beat those announcements. Kiki Palmer. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. 
I know it ain't. I know it ain't the stallion. Like, I think about that every day. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Like, literally every <laughs> The day. thing is, Kiki has such a great knack for being conversational, for being a good interviewer, and for being really funny but respectful. Like, the balance she yes. strikes is just immaculate. So, yeah. yeah, she never punches down, ever. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. She has the charisma of, like... <sighs> Like, she reminds me of the Lindsay Lohans, the Amanda Bynes, like, yeah. the old school girls that yeah. we, like, loved. Like, she just has that charisma. I would argue mm-hmm. that True Jackson VP was the last good Nickelodeon show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. The, oh, I loved that show so much. Yeah. Oh, so God. good. Okay, let's chat about Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell. My, oh, my. <laughs> yeah, this is, like, I feel like a fucking disaster. So I had never heard of Glenn Powell, to be honest. Did you not watch Top this. Gun? Okay, everyone's saying, like, oh, Top Gun Maverick, this shirtless scene or something like that. But, like, yeah, okay, but, like, I didn't, like, know the actor's name. Well, <laughs> like, what I was going to say is, did you not watch Scream Queens or oh. set it up on Netflix? Because that's my frame of reference for Mr. Powell is Scream Queens was my first exposure. <laughs> that's so funny. Of course. Yeah. No, that's so random. No, I love that. Yeah, I just, like, I don't know. He just seems like any other fucking white man in Hollywood. So mm-hmm. I just, like, didn't give a fuck. And then, <laughs> like, about him. And then he started filming this rom-com called Anyone But You with Sydney Sweeney in Australia. And, I don't know, rumors started swirling yeah. because of their body language and chemistry off screen mm-hmm. and on screen because we got some like BTS like boat pictures that they were hooking up mm-hmm. and having an illicit affair. Do you think there's any validity in this or do you think it's like the Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born type of situation? I go back and forth on it. Yeah, Like I think... Like you, there's like the whole the whole quote where it's like, oh, you know, a rom com is going to be good if there's cheating allegations, <laughs> a la you know, Mister and Mrs. Smith, all of that, and especially in the wake of the way that um, Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher got absolutely clowned on for all of their red carpet yes. photos promoting their movie, where it's like, what happened to chemistry in movies? So I do think that like part of it was being played up for PR, and I didn't really buy into it until like the relation their relationships started to kind of fall Um, apart on the side mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's true so we had Gigi Paris who is Glenn Powell's long-term girlfriend unfollow Sydney Sweeney on Instagram and then announce their breakup so like the that timing is bad like yeah really bad and then Sydney Sweeney is engaged to a man who's 12 years older than her and they hadn't been seen together for a really long time. And then they were out in like in New York, I think ahead of the Met Gala or something right, like that. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh my God, this is like, they're just trying to make it work and like cover up like what happened or they're in denial or whatever. So who knows? But I, I don't know. I kind of think it's true. Like I, I don't know if it's because of the interviews or the unfollowing, mm-hmm. but like, they're, they were in Australia, like, really far away from home. I feel like <laughs> they kind of just were like, okay, it's, like, three months of filming. We'll just, like, you know, like, hook up on set. And then, like, we won't do – we won't bring it home. And then 
like I don't know someone leaked or someone caught feelings or something like that yeah I have no idea I read a couple articles that were like they just wrapped filming like it's too it would be too far ahead of time for them to try to spark any rumors like it wouldn't carry over to when the movie actually gets released um and then I also read another article, but like from the sun, like I'm not reading like fucking New York Times <laughs> yeah. articles, but there was like a psychiatrist or like a, a body language specialist, something like that. I love, I love body language <laughs> yeah. experts. And, but yeah, like yeah. body language expert. And it's like Sydney's like gazing into his eyes, but he's really not returning the gaze and she's leaning in, but he isn't leaning into her. And I looked at the pictures and I was kind of just like... I mean, she seems obsessed with him. She has that kind of like goofy 20-year-old look in her eyes. And yeah, even the video of her like, which arguably could have been for filming, where she like falls back on his leg. Like I would just be, even if I liked her, even if we were dating, I'd be like, you're fucking annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead. Okay, now that you're saying this though, I'm looking at pictures and you're kind of right. It's all her. Yeah. Because that, that video where they're being where they're doing the interview with a tiny little microphone, she's like she's like ah, yeah, Gaga, like, yeah. starry eyed. Yeah. 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 Oh my god! Like I'm looking at all of these pictures, and it's all her, like leaning in and stuff like that. And he's just like straight, like, <laughs> like straight to the cam. Yeah. No, that's and so there's, sad. There's so many pictures from when they were in Australia because basically while they were there, like the tourism board of australia was like do whatever the fuck you want we'll pay for it like fucking have a ball so there's so many pictures of them just doing various things in australia and it looks like a couple's trip like it looks like (laughs) they're next to each other in every single photo even in like group photos they're always next to each other at the rap party there's so many pictures of them in a photo booth with other people like it's it's a weird amount of photos and i know like I don't consider myself like a super jealous person, but if like my boyfriend was acting that way with a coworker, I would be like, "Hey, what's up? Like this seems weird." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you're like, "Hey, can we just like talk for like two seconds about yeah, like, like what's going on?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, she's still totally. engaged. Like she went out with her yeah. fiance, which also I'm like, yeah. I know she's 25, but they began their relationship in 2018. Yeah. That's so rough, dude. Like, mm-hmm. that's really rough. Like, that's almost yeah. clearly illegal. Like, yeah. 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 I think that there was a lot of discussion about that when they first, like, got together or got engaged. And then it just kind of, like, died down. But, like, you're so right. Like, she's so young. Like, that is creeper vibes yeah i didn't even know she was engaged until like last week when all of this kind of started coming up i had no idea yeah but yeah yeah. oh my god i'm just i just looked at like 400 pictures (laughs) (laughs) you're like no 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 (laughs) we literally like need to stop the podcast so i can (laughs) just continue to look at pictures like Oh my god, this is like so dark sided. The thing about yeah, but is it? Go ahead, go ahead. No, it, I mean this is like adjacent. This is a side note, but when did we just like say that now Sydney Sweeney is famous? Like 
because she was good at Euphoria and she had a little part in fucking um, whatever, the White Lotus. Like, there were other actors in that show who did a way better job than she did. Well, that's the other part of this drama that is so weird because, again, I don't think either Glenn or Sydney are super famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why is this fucking everywhere? I think that she just, like, got in people's good graces and became, like, this sexy I like I do think she is known for being sexy because of Sydney or um because of her character on Euphoria but it's like the thing about Phoebe Bridgers being invited to the Met Galley the Met Galley <laughs> it's like the thing about Phoebe Bridgers being invited to the Met Gala I love her I've seen her in concert literally have her poster like hanging above me right now but she and Sydney Sweeney are not famous people like Anne Hathaway Nicole Kidman, who did like a Chanel ad with Car Lagerfeld, like a short film. People like Cardi B, who do fashion events and like wear mm. expensive things with brands all the time. I'm like, that's who I want to see at the Met Gala. Not this girl who's my age, who's there, who's engaged to a 49 year old man. Like, <laughs> what is that? Yeah. Well, I think, well, also those other people that you reference have been in the industry for longer, for sure. That's true. Yeah. I will say for myself, I've like kept my eye on Sydney for a while because oh, yeah. I first saw her in a show in 2018 called Everything Sucks that had one season on Netflix and it was very good and it got canceled. And oh. um, that was my first exposure to her. And then in like 2019, I have a friend who's like also an actor. She's very much like in the industry and does stuff. And I remember in 2019, she was like, oh, yeah, Sydney Sweeney. Everybody's saying that like she's going to be the next it girl. She's going to be cast in like everything. And she's going to like take off soon. Like everybody is obsessed with her. So since 2019, I've been like keeping my eye on her. And yeah, she has like skyrocketed. And I think the reason that it it seems weird that she is like – so famous for how few projects that she's done so far is I think she's been like working in the background for all this time like doing these projects before like her recognition really took off in season two of Euphoria because her part was a lot bigger than it was in season one and now she's getting into the rom-com space I think she has like another movie as well that it's like gonna be coming out fairly soon a show or movie yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. like she's been kind of doing stuff in behind the scenes and then all of a sudden she's going to be everywhere. I think yeah. is what I'm expecting. Yeah. I think she also yeah. became yeah. just like like I I do think she's talented. Like I'm not saying she's no yeah. talent, mm-hmm. but I do think she became um not even in like she didn't deserve a type of way, but kind of the apple of a lot of producers or directors eyes. Like people wanted to work with her like they took a shining to her yeah 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 for sure because the only euphoria stars like zendaya wasn't even there last night probably yeah she's usually there so i think she was shooting some type of conflict yeah it must have been something like that but because timothy wasn't there either no he wasn't yeah he wasn't there either so maude apatow and Sydney Sweeney were the only Euphoria people there. And we know why Maud Apatow was there. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. In a black and dress Apple. and a bob as per usual. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I was like, this is just her on every red carpet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're right, though, because like I feel like Alexa Demi and stuff like that aren't getting the amount of mm-hmm. like fandom 
and rules and stuff that Sydney Sweeney is. Yeah. She's literally yeah. everywhere. But she's also had these like kind of like mini outrages that I think help in overall mm. popularity. Like she had the birthday party where yeah. a lot of her conservative family members were there. And then she had the quote where she was like, yeah, I bought like a $3 million house and like was like had no money or something like that. And everyone was like, well, then like, don't buy the house. So yeah. I feel like what? she has that, like, <laughs> like she has that just like, yeah, like that little, those little like controversies that don't fully cancel you, yeah. but like get everyone talking about you. Yeah. Yeah. Something that's really interesting about her too is that she went to college, like fully has a bachelor's degree in business or I don't know if it's a BS or mm-hmm. a BA, but yeah. And I remember reading an interview she had done where she was like, I wanted to go to college because when I read my acting scripts, I want to know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm like, sure. Like, I think that most people would love to know exactly what an acting script or like (laughs) not a script, a contract was saying. Like, I think everyone would generally like to do that. But like not everyone gets to go to college and have a burgeoning career before the age of 25. Yeah, literally. I didn't know yeah. she was from Spokane. The mm-hmm. Trump support didn't give that away. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dead. Uh. Um, also, her boyfriend is Jonathan Devino. They've been mm. together since February 2022. Oh, they got engaged in February yeah, 2022. Yeah. They had been dating before that. So Her middle name is Bernice. Sydney Bernice <laughs> Sweeney. <laughs> Man, oh man. So yeah, I guess only time will tell what's happening yeah. with Glenn Powell and Sydney Sweeney. But I mean, no matter what, I was going to be seated in the theater watching the movie. Like, you oh, can't for stop sure. me from a fake dating rom-com. I'm there. I know, I know, I know. Anyone but you, like that sounds, it's definitely like enemies to lovers. Like, Yeah, well, it's, a, it's an adaptation of Much Ado About Nothing, the Shakespeare play, so... I'm in. Like, there you go. Like, yeah. Rom-coms are back, baby. Yeah. I will say, like, any, like, rom-com that's based off of, of a Shakespearean play, like, right up my fucking alley. So Yeah. For I'm sure. I'm so excited. Okay. Someone else in the media that I didn't care about until this past weekend, <laughs> Sophia Ritchie. Sophia Ritchie, daughter of Lionel Ritchie got married to Elliot Grange in the south of France. He's 29, she's 24. Mm-hmm. I-, I feel like very also young, yes. like Sydney mm-hmm. Sweeney, um, getting married at 24. Millie Bobby Brown getting yeah. engaged like, at 19. Girlies, we're past marriage, this. Like, like, we have, like, jobs and, like, voting rights and stuff. <laughs> we don't need to get married at 18. We can get 18. credit cards now. <laughs> suffrage, yeah, like, suffrage, like girlies. But, like, actually, though, like... <laughs> So brutal, but mm-hmm. he is the son of like the Universal Music Group CEO. So they are like wealthy. Sure. Mm-hmm. And that's how they met. They're like family friends with Lionel Richie. And their mm-hmm. wedding like popped off again for like not famous people. This was all over the media. And I'm like, yeah. why? Yeah, I was shocked. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I had no shit. idea. Like, I didn't even know that she had like a TikTok presence until recently, but apparently she has been like popular on there for a long time, which is, I'm just not on that side of TikTok, mm-hmm. I guess. But yeah, so she's been doing like get ready with me's and stuff. So when she had her wedding, it was everywhere. And I think it was also 
interesting because it's like our first kind of example of a Gen Z wedding because she is so young. Yeah, um, Nicola Pelt is shaking though. <laughs> yeah, like, terrifying. Like literally, yeah. Just yeah. I was like, wow, yeah. I have not seen like a bride this young, and I think that was really evident, especially in her makeup mm-hmm. look, which has like really popped off because it was so like simple, like glowy, clean beauty type of thing. She just looks mm-hmm. yeah. sun kissed. Yeah, and I watched yeah, her like, the oh, Vogue. Right. Yeah, and she was like, yeah, I just want, like, super simple, like, hair and makeup so I don't look back in 20 years and, like, oh, my God, I'm a Glamazon. And I was like, I mean, yeah, you look amazing and you will continue to look amazing when you look back on it in 20 years. Yeah. I fucking hate when people, Mm -hmm. um, like, her, like, oh, I just want the clean beauty look. And it's like, yeah, because you have, like, perfect skin a million dollars <laughs> yes. to spend on skincare and you get facials yes. every and then, like, week your hair it, your hair and your hairline are perfect like you have obviously like sculpted that like fucking jawline like it's yeah. just like of course you want the clean girl you get up every morning you spend an hour with your ice roller because yeah. you don't have a real yeah. job and of course you you're okay with minimalist makeup like it seems like <laughs> such a shady comment oh yeah yeah it was beautiful she wore yeah all Chanel like the Mm -hmm. pre-wedding the wedding and then the uh reception and then yeah she did a lot of get ready with me on TikTok which I watched a few of them and I was like she's cute like she's fun and Mm -hmm. like yeah she seems like she's like good with the camera but I'm like she also grew up I feel like around cameras so yeah she's probably used to it that's how I found out about this whole thing because I was just scrolling on TikTok and I got a a lot of like natural makeup type of things like natural makeup (laughs) food (laughs) like exercise stuff like that's what pops up so I was like okay just some random like Alex Earl girl who's like a super influencer I was like oh another (laughs) Alex Earl get ready with me video not really realizing who it was but I really love looks that are just like put on a dab of concealer I put on this like it's like you can see the person's skin through the makeup and I did find it really endearing I saw um it was a get ready with me like for her going out to dinner Mm. the weekend of her wedding or something so it wasn't even like a real big event but I did like seeing that I saw her like little wedding video and I was like holy shit it's just a huge like when you're rich you just get a huge fucking place everyone holes up in it everyone hangs out like you get a drone to record you (laughs) walking down the aisle in your 10 foot long veil and I think that that's like those points of having something like hyper stylish like the the fashion sense that 20 year olds have now surpasses exponentially anything that we knew about because they can see every fashion moment documented before the present day there's so much access that's such a good point that's a really really good point yeah everything that she wore just looked so good and like her Mm -hmm. hair and surprised he wore like sunglasses during the ceremony 
I would kill my husband if he did that. <laughs> like, literally, I was like, he wore sunglasses yeah. during? Yeah, I don't know if, like, it was on, like, the whole time. But, like, if you look at the pictures, there's, like, sunglasses. Does he have glaucoma? <laughs> like, that's the only excuse. <laughs> literally, but no. Yeah, I was just like, wouldn't you want to, like, look into your wife's eyes? I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Know. They did document a lot pre-wedding, too. Like, you mentioned, mm-hmm. like, she converted to Judaism, which is, like uh i don't know like we i guess the lead up to the wedding like made us more interested in it i don't know because like i was like i was getting bits and pieces Mm -hmm. and i was like oh this is really like interesting so like when it actually like they did get married i was like oh like i guess i'll check out all the like 900 vogue videos (laughs) yeah (laughs) right he surprised her with steven sanchez Mm -hmm. i saw a clip of him singing and i was like oh i never knew that song was sophia (laughs) So that makes so much sense. No, it isn't, though. The lyrics are Georgia, and he changed them for right. her. Yes, yes. Yeah. Again, I think that like, that was a viral TikTok song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before. It, it, the Gen Z energy yeah. is everywhere. Is yeah. so there. It's so interesting. Good Charlotte performed at the reception because... Mm-hmm. So cool. I know, because... Uh, Nicole Richie is married to one of the yeah. Madden Just her casual brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the casual brother who maybe dated Hillary Duff when she was underage. By maybe Literally. we mean absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like for sure. Yeah. Did. Yeah. yeah. I wonder yeah, for sure. I wonder if Cameron Diaz was there because she's still with Benji, she right? She was. She yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. She wow. was there with their kid, Radix. Mm. Um, there was no Kardashian sisters there, which Yeah. Sophia, when she was dating Scott Disick, used to hang out with them a lot. But I guess, yeah. obviously, they just, like, had a falling out. It was mostly, I feel like, the people, when I say, like, I want to be, like, rich and famous, I want to be this level of rich and famous where you're, like, mm-hmm. not really famous. Like, heavy on the rich, like, less yeah. on the famous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it was just, like, it girls. Like, it was, like, just rich rich it girls like that probably have, like, the fucking best lives. But mm-hmm. they're not, like, have all the trappings of fame. Yeah. Right. Damn, I do want to be famous and I want to be rich. <laughs> but heavy on the famous, okay, like average on the rich. Yeah. <laughs> like, isn't that sick? Yeah. Aren't I ill? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so quirky. That's so fucking funny. And all your clothes, like we mentioned, were Chanel, which I thought was really interesting because mm-hmm. the Met Gala mm-hmm. was, like, again, mostly an homage to Carl Lagerfeld's work with Chanel. And yeah. it seemed like this was also got a lot of hype because people were looking at it because it we're just in a very like chanel heavy week Mm -hmm. yeah definitely and like this is this is a theory it's a it's a it's a working theory so i don't know if i've ironed it out all yet but i think that the reason that she is kind of like risen into this this like it girl moment is i feel there's been an absence in the in the it girl community since the quote-unquote downfall of Hailey Bieber and I feel that they have very similar aesthetics in terms of hair and makeup but I think that Sophia is a little bit more accessible and has a little more charisma to her which is why she's kind of rising at this exponential rate but I'm still still working the kinks out in the theory oh I actually (laughs) love that theory I could totally see that I think with the Selena Gomez thing people Mm -hmm. just got too sick of Hailey Bieber, I could totally see Sophia Ritchie taking her spot. Yeah. 
same like nepo baby energy like mm-hmm. everything yeah yeah married young mm-hmm. i think that the focus is definitely shifting from like mean girl like oh it's so interesting they all like hate this person to like someone who's authentic and transparent and kind Mm -hmm. like people really gravitate towards the kindness because I think from the early 2000s and the late 90s tabloids like that would totally wreck women in particular teenage girls I think there's just like a total reversal from that which is also something I read with the Glenn Powell Sydney Sweeney thing where people don't like if it is a marketing thing, people don't respond to being suspect anymore. People respond more so to transparency. Mm-hmm. So if they came out and were like, we are dating, like it was something that happened, we fell in love, like that would cause more eruption in the media mm. than, than like the- something like speculatory. Yeah. yeah. People don't like being duped. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And they'll fucking remember if you dupe them mm-hmm. too. 100%. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense because there's such a culture around, like, suspicion now with, like, Dumois and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. I think Mm. people do really lean into, like, the transparency. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to Pettyweight Champion of the Week. This is the part of the show where our guests nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week. Someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic. Christina, do you want to start? Who are you nominating this week? Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily, like petty but my nominee is Cameron from season one of Love is Blind who went on his Instagram this week to do a little bit of a not direct but a little bit of a clapback at Vanessa Lachey who if you've seen the Love is Blind finale she simply could not stop asking every single couple when they were going to have a baby and when they were going to give her the first Love is Blind baby which was like extremely inappropriate and he made a video and posted on Instagram saying hey we should all agree as a community to not ask couples when they're gonna have a baby it's highly inappropriate like you don't know if people are having infertility issues behind the scenes like you should just appreciate couples for who they are which I thought was great and a really cool message especially coming from a man who you know normally they don't talk about this kind of stuff so that is Um, my nominee for this week that's amazing. I feel like Cameron from season one, like, just stays winning. Oh, yeah. Unproblematic. Like, right. like literally, like, the mm-hmm. only, like, good couple to come out of the show. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's really great. And yeah, she, I feel like they can't fire them now. They must be in, like, no. a fucking ironclad, like, contract with all mm-hmm. of the Netflix, like, dating shows. But I. It's such a bad look. It's such a bad look. And yeah, I wonder if she's getting like reprimanded behind the scenes or like more notes for like if they do anything live again. Yeah, I would hope so. Part of me like some of the chaotic mess like that ensues because of it. Oh, it was entertaining for sure. Yeah, but (laughs) that's such a like easy rule to follow. Like I feel like that's a rule that we've all learned, but Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe not. Okay, Mo, who are you nominating this week? I'm going to nominate Anna Wintour. um, (laughs) Petty queen. Because she's petty and she's a classist. And she made up this little event just to like pick who's hot and who's not. And someone should kick her. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. Down a flight of stairs. Down the Met Gala flight of stairs like Jason Derulo. Right right onto the Colgate carpet. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I feel like you're right that we talked about this earlier, her aligning with like problematic people 
where's like her yeah. cancellation <laughs> yeah I, that's the thing like i it feels almost like i don't want to equate her to harvey weinstein because he did like unspeakable things but she did also you know make or break people's careers yeah. Yeah. like that's definitely within her scope of things she can do so yeah i don't know if she'll ever get canceled because yeah. she's not outwardly doing things where she's like i told this person to kill themselves and then they quit like it, there's nothing that you can really trace back to her except her she seems like a shitty person yeah i've been i haven't watched the documentary i do want to watch it but because it's the met gala week i've been getting a lot of Tra- uh, like trailers or teasers from the first Monday in May mm-hmm. um, documentary about the Met Gala and there's a scene where her and like her assistant or whatever are doing the seating chart and like it's like full names of people on the wow. seating chart and they're like oh this is like a table that we wish we could just like delete and it's like <laughs> literal like you can like fully see who's sitting at the table like Ooh, and like they God. just they don't care they just yeah because I guess they just like have that much power in the industry but like they just are so rude or they're like yeah this is definitely like the worst table like in the like um area and then it like zooms in Who was it honestly they're not people that like uh, I like are super familiar with they're probably in design or something there was even names that people she was like I hope these people just like disappear before like the event happens or something like that like it's like it's fucking scathing yeah I'm so curious like what's gonna come out once she does step down from Vogue yeah Um, absolutely yeah I wonder who's gonna take over I don't know know. I'm sure she's grooming someone oh yeah yeah um and she stepped out with her partner bill nye yeah i had no idea they were together until last night who is he he's did you watch love actually yes he's billy oh my god (laughs) (laughs) he's also the dad in about time he's done like tons of stuff but yeah now that i like see his face i'm like oh yeah damn okay Okay, Bill Nye. When they first said Bill Nye, I was like, Bill Nye the science guy. And then I was like, oh, no. That's wild hair, hair, that would yeah, be. <laughs> that would be hilarious, yeah. Okay, let's move on to This Week in Petty. Um, this is the part of the show where our guests share a story about something that happened in real life that they're petty about. What are you petty about this week? Maybe, Mo, let's start with you this time. I have been thinking about this. For so long (laughs) because I went to a concert on Friday and like so I saw 100 Gex. I don't know if anyone's familiar with this band. They're a hyper pop band like it's a duo. They're really like alternative like just like not mainstream at all but it they're really popular with the Gen Zers like that uh, there were a lot of people in the audience who I overheard went to NYU like they're in college like people who it was an 18 plus event and people who had bracelets that had like XX like wow. can't drink. drink yeah yeah and so I was there with uh, my boyfriend and our friend Cameron and like we were making our way to the front as you do like we we did manage to get really close but the fucking Gen Zers would not stop pushing. Like the whole, I was like in a sandwich the entire concert. And I was like, this would never happen 
in a packed place like it was all general admission and it would never happen if you were either millennials or fucking boomers i went to an lcd sound system concert last year and it was packed and people were just hanging out yeah chilling yeah it's so funny because like that i feel like is all over the media all the time about how concerts nowadays like people are always like pushing and stuff Mm-hmm. No Why more concert etiquette. I think because of COVID, yeah. people didn't go to yeah. concerts for so long. And then people who are, you know, 18, 20, 21, yeah. spent their first taste of adulthood in COVID not going to concerts and just have no wherewithal about etiquette. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Someone needs to teach the Gen Zers concert etiquette. Yeah. Truly. But something that was really cute was that they had like so many people it was a lot of nerdy people like i saw a girl come with like a thing of pokemon cards like Mm. a binder of pokemon cards that's so like they were all fucking weirdos some were like had like cat makeup on like literally like painted like Mm. it looked like super out there but everyone was like really comfortable with each other and super like gay and like someone like held up a picture of a trans flag and everyone was cheering then they showed a picture of like someone controversial and everyone started booing and like it i was like you guys are so cute you're so like wholesome that is very wholesome yeah i couldn't imagine going to a concert that like doesn't have seats anymore because i would die (laughs) if someone pushed me like the first push i'd be like i'm out like (laughs) i can't do this anymore like seriously Mm. yeah okay i'm gonna have to check out a hundred a hundred gecks I so wonder if you'll enjoy it at all. <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah. Okay, Christina, what are you petty about this um, week? What I'm petty about, I just found out like a mere 30 minutes ago. But basically, so oh Niall Horan is in Toronto right now as I live and breathe. <gasps> and he's doing a free concert tomorrow downtown. So my friend and I like, okay, obviously we're going. And I don't have a job, so I can go early and line up. Um, so... We were like, okay, it doesn't seem like it's going to be that crazy because it's, like, supposed to rain all day tomorrow and, like, other people have jobs and they can't go and line up all day. And it didn't seem like a lot of people knew about it, but Niall just tweeted about it, so now it's going to be crazy. crazy. So we'll see <gasps> if I actually get to watch the concert. I'm going, like, in the morning and the concert's at 545, so we'll see. But right now I'm just like, Niall, why aren't you gatekeeping your concert for me so I can <laughs> right, go? Right, right, Literally. Kate. Christina, you should go after we finish recording. <laughs> yeah, they bring said, They said not to camp out overnight. So I'm hopeful at least that will, like, minimize the amount I of I love how you, there. like, knew that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I do know that. I'm going in the morning. I'm, I'm going at, like, 10 a.m. And I'm like, honestly, I don't even think that's, like, early enough. But I... It's, it's going to be what's going to be. So I believe in you. <laughs> yeah, I, I really hope you do get in. You'll have to let us know. But like, yeah. why is he doing a free concert? Like, this is, I feel like, sad almost. Well, he did, he did <laughs> like a... <laughs> I had the same conversation the other day with a friend who was like, that's like giving your career is ending. I was like, no, actually, yeah. his career is like very much on the incline and he's like low-key killing it, it right now because he's a host on the vo- – or he's a judge on The Voice and is doing super well with that. So he's getting more like mainstream recognition outside of pre-existing One Direction fans, which is really smart. He's also like invested a lot of time and energy into the TikTok community 
and embedded himself yeah. in a way that when he does promote music on there, it doesn't feel phony, which is exactly what Megan Trainer did as That's well. Cool. Um, and that really worked for her too. And yeah. so another thing, he's also investing in the Canadian market, which most Americans don't do, but there's a huge amount of concert goers in Toronto because this is where every act comes is here. Yeah. And usually yeah. they're only mm-hmm. Canadian dates. So it's smart to invest in the market with a free show, get people interested. And then when he does come back, people would be more willing to go and he can sell out like Scotiabank or something. But he did also yeah. do like a secret. Christina, you're a marketing I, I was just going to say the like hire this bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah. he, did do a, he did a secret show today as well that you had to, like, win tickets for. Um, but then tomorrow's show is open to the public. So we'll That's see. That's so interesting. Yeah. So you think that he wouldn't sell out, like, a big stadium anymore? I think it's hard to say because his last album, like, the that quote-unquote era kind of got cut short because of COVID. So it didn't yeah. get as much... Mm recognition and mainstream play as his first album did as Flickr. So I think that they're trying to like set him up to be in the best possible position so that when he does tour, it's less of a guessing game. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, Yeah. it really is. I feel like a guessing game with him. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like him and Harry have had the most like success outside of One Direction. But yeah, he – I feel like he kind of has, like, a little bit of a cult following. Yeah, he definitely has more of a yeah. niche, whereas Harry has really propelled himself into just, like, superstardom mainstream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Niall hasn't quite got there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's so, so interesting. Okay, well, you have to tell us how it goes. Yes, I, I'll keep you updated if I if yeah. I get to go. Because I've Is never it- been able to see any of them perform in real life. And I've Neither been a directioner I. since <gasps> I was, like, 16. So I love this. We'll see. What's the location? Like, I feel like it's at Sugar content. Beach. Um, okay. So it's not very close to where I live. So I will be commuting, like, an hour on the train. <laughs> but I'll make yeah, it work. Worth it. Yeah. yeah. Other people yeah. are, like, flying in for it, so I'm a little bit scared that I won't get in, but we'll see. Flying <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. Like, from where? All over Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's <laughs> wild. Let me yeah. fly in. Why not? Yeah. Come on down. You can you can crash at my place, but... Damn. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> I can't wait to see. I hope you get, like, front row techs. I hope so. Or, like, seats or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm bringing Fingers tons crossed. of snacks and my umbrella because it will be raining so yeah bring some like bugs some audiobooks yeah. Yeah. yeah okay this was super fun thanks to you both for coming on can you tell the listeners where they can find you and anything else you want to plug so you can find us at movies that raised us on instagram you can find us at movies that raised us pod on tiktok yeah, you can also find us at MTRU underscore pod on Twitter, or you can always email us at movies that raised us at gmail.com. Um, yeah, we do like a weekly, we do a movie every single week, nostalgic faves, some new classics. So if you're interested, we would love to uh, have you over for a virtual sleepover. Yes. Oh my God. That is definitely the vibe. Yes, for sure. Well, thank that. you so much for having us. It was so great to come on again. Yeah, thank oh, you. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Mo and Christina for joining me on today's episode. 
If you want to check me out over on Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com slash rtbppodcast. You can follow along with me on socials at rtbppodcast. And of course, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I hope you are all safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I am ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.